Hello, this is Gary Hutchins with the Sunny Slope Church of Christ in Omaha, Nebraska. This is today's Bible class, a daily short Bible study for all of our podcast listeners. You know, being in God's Word, even for a short time, about 13 minutes or so each day, that helps us to stay strong in our faith and even grow in our faith because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, Romans 10 and verse 17. It also helps us to stay connected in a relationship with God and to be focused on our soul's salvation. And it helps us to have a more positive spiritual mindset to be able to deal with all that life throws at us every day. You know people in your life who need to change their focus. They need to turn their life around, don't they? They need to think about their faith and their salvation. Help them by sharing these short studies with them. You can do that through Facebook friends, text messages, and other technological means. But make that commitment and start sharing today and every day with your family members, friends, work associates, neighbors, literally with everybody you can. You may help somebody turn their thinking around, their focus in life, you may help them get to heaven. That'll be a great blessing for them, but it will also be a great blessing for you. So make that commitment and start sharing every day these lessons with everybody you can. Help them get to heaven and be blessed along the way. We're going to get back into our new line of thought and study. We started last time asking the question, why do bad things happen to good people? It is a perplexing question, isn't it? It's a perplexing reality. We see people around us, we look at them, and we think of them, at least from a human perspective, maybe a moral perspective, we say, that's a good person. That, that person is a good example to the people around them. They try to live a good life, they try to be responsible, pay their bills, they go to work every day. They try to, to be a good citizen within their country in which they live. Why did that happen to them, whatever that was? And it can be in the form of all kinds of situations that, affects, affect, that affect a person's life. It could be some serious in injury or illness like cancer or maybe some very debilitating internal disorder that's affecting organs that uh, really has affected their physical lives in ways that hinders them, handicaps them. It, it could be pain. And how many people live with chronic pain, back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, hip pain? I've, I've looked at pictures of people from generations ago. And I, I've thought, you know, those people, you see a picture of them and they're only in their 50s. So they're basically still young, but they look old. They look like old people from our perspective today. Gray-haired, bent over, maybe walking with a cane. And I, I've just kind of calculated in my mind that generations ago, they did not have the medical technology available to them that we take for granted today, such as hip replacement surgery and knee replacement surgery and shoulder replacement surgery and on and on and on. And so probably a lot of them became so debilitated and looked so old and were so slowed down in their physical abilities because they were in constant pain that the doctors simply could not help them with in a productive way. Well, how sad that must have been. How blessed we are to have the technology that's available to us to see us through a lot of that. But severe suffering is a reality of life in this world. Also, various handicaps, even mental illness, and we, we just 
really are saddened when we see somebody who is so handicapped mentally through all kinds of different mental, uh, me mental disorders. But what about other situations? Loss of a job. Well, that certainly can lead to financial ruin. But what about natural disasters like drought and famine, hurricanes, tornadoes, flooding, all kinds of natural disasters that can affect a person, a family, an area in very severe ways and cause problems for a long time to come. I know people down in the Gulf Coast who have been affected severely by hurricanes who have had to wait for months and months before their homes could either be repaired or rebuilt. In some cases, people have not been able to go to work or maybe lost their job entirely because of those kinds of natural disasters. What about stillborn babies or babies who are born with terrible, with ter with terrible handicaps? What a what a sad state that must be for the parents when they find out those realities for their longed-for and long-anticipated long new babies coming to, into their lives. But then you look around and you see wars and violence and terrorism and murder and theft and evil abounding everywhere, inhumanity in various forms. And so we come back to that basic question. Why do bad things happen to good people? Now we can understand why some bad things happen to bad people. The consequences of their lifestyle, of their actions, bad decisions, bad choices, getting in bad company. But why do bad things happen to good people? I suspect that many people believe God makes bad things happen, even to good people. But I suspect a whole lot more people, they think that God lets bad things happen to good people. And to some degree, I believe that that's correct. But the reasoning on the part of people who protest and blame God is because they say, God is God. He is all-powerful. He's the creator. He's in control. Why would he allow such things to happen? We read last time at the close of our time together, Psalm 31, beginning with verse 9. And the psalmist writes, Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am in trouble. Now, trouble can take all kinds of different forms, can it? It can be health trouble, it can be physical, it can be financial, it can be relational, it can be trouble between a husband and wife, maybe between parents and children, between employers and workers. It can come in all kinds of different directions and forms. I am in trouble, he says. My eye wastes away with grief. What does that mean? He's grieving all the time. Yes, my soul and my body. He's being physically affected by whatever the situation is that he's describing and praying to God about. For my life is spent with grief and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Now, why do bad things happen to good people? Why is there mental handicaps? Why is there dreaded disease? Why are there natural disasters? I think to a great extent, we can 
sum up all of these realities as to cause with one word, and this will be rejected by a whole lot of people because they'll say it's trivial, it's trite, it's not dealing with realities, has no depth, but it does have depth. In fact, it goes to the very depth of the problems. And that one word answer is sin. Sin. You see, the psalmist, what did he say there again? My strength fails because of my iniquity. His sin. And my bones waste away. So someone retorts, well, what about that parent who's been waiting for nine months for their baby? They have decorated the baby's bedroom to be. They have bought baby clothes, they have had a shower, they have just rejoiced with each other, their, their grandparents, their extended family is rejoicing with them, all kinds of gifts have been given. It, they're just bubbling over with anticipation. And then the baby is stillborn. It happens a lot. Or maybe earlier in the pregnancy, the woman, something happens and she loses the child. Or maybe the baby is born with severe handicap. I have had that happen in my life, extended family, severe handicap, where the child was born and with a rare form of epilepsy and was an invalid for her entire life. But I'm not unique along that line. My family is not unique. It happens all the time. Why? You can't point to those individuals and say, well, they committed some sin and God's punishing them in this way. See, that's not what I'm saying. Now, the psalmist was writing about sin in his life and he was bringing it down as to the consequences that he was suffering being related to sin in his own life, personal sin. But when I say sin is the bottom line, the one-word answer that really gets to the ultimate depths of why bad things happen in this world, that's it, sin. I'm talking about the reality of sin in this world, within humanity. Sin is everywhere. It goes back to the garden in Genesis chapter 3. When you look at the description of the garden, everything they needed was there from a physical resource perspective. And God gave them the opportunity to live sinless lives, innocent lives, forever. The tree of life was in the garden. But then, of course, God creates us with free will. We can decide, am I going to follow God? Or am I going to not follow God? And if we decide not to follow God, we're following the devil automatically. Because those are the only two choices. And God warned them. You don't eat of this one tree, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. You see, the devil's always there presenting temptation to sin in our lives and in the world. But God said, don't eat of that tree. He warned. He said, in the day that you eat thereof, you shall surely die. But this other tree, the tree of life, now they were sinless. They were innocent. 
and they had the opportunity to live forever. But they made the choice to sin. And when they made that choice and committed that sin, became disobedient to God, they became sinners. And everything changed that day. Not just in their lives, but I think we can understand the world changed that day. Sin brings the suffering to the greatest degree that humankind experiences in this world today. And it's not necessarily the sin of the individual who's suffering, but the suffering is the consequence of the reality of sin being everywhere. Why do people die physically? Genesis chapter 3, sin. When they sin, God removed them from access to the tree of life. Sickness, illness, labor that is less than efficient and productive, all of that resulted from sin entering the consciousness of mankind. When you look at the flood in Noah's day, the reason was that the thoughts and intents of the hearts of all of mankind with the exception of Noah and his family, were only evil continually. Sin. Now, it takes us a while to process that in our minds, but that's basically what the psalmist said in Psalm 31 and verses 9 and 10 and 11. My strength fails because of my iniquity. Our time is up today, so we're going to stop and pray. We'll get deeper into this next time. Father, help us to see that we need to walk with you in faithful obedience, living righteous lives according to your teachings communicated to us in your word, to avoid sin as much as we can so that we can avoid the consequences of sin in our personal lives as much as is possible. But help us to always be focused on that place where we can be with you forever in heaven, where there is no sin. Help us, Father, to focus on being there for all of eternity. Please forgive us, gracious Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.